Welcome to the Waconia Pulse, a community-based podcast presented by the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, highlighting all things Waconia and the surrounding area. The Smothers and Falk Realty Group consists of licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Advantage Plus. Now, here's the Waconia Pulse. Welcome to the show. We are the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, your trusted real estate guides. My name is Laura Falk, and with me today are teammates Ann Smothers, Ben Smothers, and Kathy Sackett. In our first episode, we would like to talk about who we are, the focus of our podcast, and also touch on the local market and what's happening in our area. So let's get started. Uh, again, we are the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, and we are brokered by Remax Advantage Plus. We are a team of five agents, and we all hold a real estate license. Uh, four of us focusing mainly on working with buyers and sellers, and we have one transaction coordinator, which is Kathy's role. We all live, work, and play in Waconia and its surrounding areas and are longtime residents. We started the team just this last fall in October, so we're new. However, we have over 40 years of combined real estate experience. We love Waconia and are each involved in the community in various ways and come from different backgrounds. Uh, first, that we'd ask Ben, uh, would you mind sharing just a few ways um, you're involved in the community? Being in real estate, it's important to be involved in the community. I think uh, a few of those things that Waconia has is uh, a really nice chamber of commerce. Kelly Seitz, the leader of that organization, has been very uh, helpful to all the local business owners, and uh, that's been a fun uh, and enjoyable thing for us as a group to be a part of. Along with that is the uh, Waconia Young Professional Group, which is uh, – Combine of a bunch of um, local professionals that are under the age of 39. Uh, Laura and I make the cut. Yep. <laughs> uh, another local community uh, organization is the Lions, which uh, I'm a part of, and it's uh, a group that is here to serve and hold fundraisers, different community events um, to raise money for local organizations to uh, increase uh, their uh, involvement in the community. So, and uh, personally, um, I'm also involved in the Baseball Association. We've We've done a lot of big things in the last few years, including a $1.3 million um, new baseball stadium, which has been – it's used throughout the summer for a ton of different teams, and we've got a bunch of different tournaments coming here in the next couple of years, so that'll be exciting to watch. Yeah, so other community involvement as a group, as a team, we are involved with the Chamber of Commerce and its annual events. Our chamber is unique in the fact that it has a lot of annual events that they um, – hold every year that are kind of fun. Uh, some are Deer Day, Divas Enjoying Awesome Retail. Does that sound right, team? So. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's for um, guys that are off hunting on uh, deer opener, right? And then we get to go out and shop and wear bright orange, <laughs> which is kind of fun. Nickel Dickel Day is another one, and we'll touch more on that later. But our chamber does some really great uh, annual events that are really well attended. Um, I also just joined the board of directors this year, so I'm excited to kind of dig in a little bit deeper and and learn and know more about our community. Another thing that is interesting in real estate is there's something called designations. And what designations are are additional coursework taken uh, to further knowledge and better serve our clients. Anne, I know you hold a few of these designations. Would you mind touching a little bit on those? Sure. A while ago, I did get the what, what's designated as the GRI, which stands for Graduate of Realtor Institute. And it's basically a course study that represents more of a progressive knowledge of real estate. It does hold a little bit of accountability to that designation that you have reached out and tried to learn a bit of, more about your profession and 
so it's best suited to help your clients. Nice. Um, I'm also a CRS certified residential specialist, which is one of the top three percent of real estate agents in the U.S. that hold that designation, and that does come with years of service um, sales. You have to have had some experience to reach that. Um, and then I am a Hall of Fame honor within the REMAX International. It's a third highest level um, award that REMAX International has. And then I'm probably really proud about the fact that I'm a CMN supporter. So a portion of every one of my commissions goes to support um, Children's Miracle Network. So I'm pretty proud about that. That's awesome. I touched on each of us having some different backgrounds and thought it would be fun to talk a little bit, um, kind of a get to know your agent. And I'm going to go back to you. Can you tell me a little bit about some of your hobbies and interests and how that shows itself in your business? I could start out by saying my hobby was finding houses and moving. <laughs> in the course of our, our married life, we have moved six times and we it has always been a knowledgeable um, experience. Um, in fact, one of those moves even included moving a house from Richfield onto 30 acres in Waconia. And that was before I even got into real estate. <laughs> so I guess my background actually is uh, I went to school for equine management. So I'm, I have that horse background. And that kind of opened up a lot of, I guess, more country um, knowledge, barns, animals, um, people looking for that segment. I, I was, you know, felt you know, very qualified when I first got into real estate to help with people looking for that. But then, but then I took over into residential and some things that I really have enjoyed doing and connecting with other people as well is, well, when my kids were younger, they were, all of them were, I have three boys and they were three sport athletes all the way through college. Um, We just met wonderful, wonderful people. That was like a hobby in and of itself. But outside of that, I, Certainly enjoy horseback riding. I competed. I am a gardener. I love the outdoors. Um, I love working out. I love anything that has to do with outdoors. Awesome. Great. So, Ben, how about you? What do you like to do? Well, along with uh, Anne, I guess I can say uh, I got my outdoor um, enthusiastic experience. personality from uh from her and i guess as well as my dad but uh yeah no i like everything to do with the outdoors whether it's fishing hunting golfing i grew up playing uh three sports in high school and continued playing uh college baseball and that uh yeah it made me uh get to know a lot of uh different people from all over the uh, midwest as it was down in winona state and met a lot of people from wisconsin minnesota iowa so that was a fun experience, but nowadays I kind of focus on, uh, I play, I still play amateur baseball in the summer and I'm out, out at the golf course a couple times a week as well in the summer, uh, out there at Island View, right, right off the lake. Yeah. Being involved in a lot of those activities have, um, helped me get to know a lot of different people within the community, whether it's baseball, hockey, golf, and the Lions. And it's been a joy to get to meet so many new people in the community as of the last couple of years. Awesome. Uh, Kathy, let's share a little bit about some of your interests and hobbies. My hobbies are probably my two kids. I have a ninth grade daughter, Miranda. She really enjoys like gets. She's in the theater. She loves to dance. She's very music oriented. She plays in the marching band. My son, Brady, is in seventh grade. He all, he's year-round hockey, so I'm a hockey mom. I am that crazy hockey parent. I love going to his games. 
I will hold back when needed, though, so, you know. <laughs> I feel like our team has a lot of hockey <laughs> yes, <Laura's>, themes. <laughs> Laura's husband does it, too. And so does Ben here. Yeah. Waconia is awesome. I'm just very proud of our city, our community. Yeah, awesome. All right, yeah, I live on the lake with my husband, Brian. We have a 10-pound Yorkie Maltese named King Leonidas. Little dog had to have a big name. I am a water lover, and nothing beats summer on Lake Waconia. We like to coffee cruise um, in the morning and or wake surfing. Uh, my husband wakeboards. I did that for a little bit and then decided wake surfing was more my pace. It's a little uh, slower and softer landings. Uh, I have a background in various customer service and management roles, which apply to running my real estate business individually, uh, as well as some loan refi experience, which crossed over when helping my buyer clients understand the mortgage process. I grew up doing music, theater, dance, played volleyball and other sports. After graduating, I coached high school dance for a total of eight years. I actually got to coach Miranda <laughs> for a little bit in Waconia. I've always liked being involved in a lot of things, and I'm really detail-oriented. I am drawn to working with all sorts of buyers, uh, lake buyers, first-time home buyers, move-up buyers and sellers, downsizers, uh, each for different reasons. I get that that's pretty broad, but the overall theme is being a part of someone's story at different points in life, and that is really fun and meaningful for me. So yeah, I think this is about wraps up our first piece. I just wanted to share that um, what I love about our team is that we balance each other out and we each bring something to the table, which adds up to being able to serve all of our clients and their needs well. I want to end this segment with our mission statement, which we really wanted to encompass our core values and what we think is most important in our day-to-day -day business. We came up with this guiding our clients with integrity, knowledge, and trust to the optimal goal of a successful real estate experience. Welcome back to the show. We're moving on to why we're doing this. What's the point? Anne, would you mind touching on this? We decided on naming our podcast, The Waconia Pulse, because we really want to supply to people what's happening in Waconia because we, you know, we know it, we live here, we work here, we play here, but we also want them to understand what the heartbeat is of the town and keep them informed. And I think we can do that on a monthly basis. And we're hoping to have some business owners and some different people from the community come in as well so they can talk about what's happening. Yeah, we're really looking forward to some of those interviews on the upcoming episodes. We have a lot to offer as a community. Um, can you throw out a few examples, uh, team, of some of those um, Target. offerings? <laughs> Target is great. <laughs> No, I think one of the big draws to our community is, uh, well, the lake for one. People, you know, they gravitate towards water. And uh, with Lake Waconia being the second biggest lake in the metro, provides a lot of fun recreation and a reason for people to come to town. Um, number two, I think, would probably be the hospital. Yeah, they have a great uh, Ridgeview Medical Center. I would, I would second that. In fact, it seems like when I'm working out and about talking to people who want to downsize and they're older and they want to come here because of the medical community, the clinic, the hospital, everything that it ha that has to offer, including the shopping and easy access to other areas of the metro. But we have, Waconia has evolved into its own, I don't want to call it a metropolis, but its own city that could take care of itself on its own. For it's sure. not, people like to call us the little Excelsior, but I think... We're going to be like Excelsior, but we just have a lot more to offer. 
than Excelsior does. We have a lot of shops. We have a lot of, obviously, the wineries. We have way more places to drink. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is also, honestly, one of the things I think draws people to the area. we got the three wineries, the brewery, distillery, a bunch of nice, fun bars in town. and uh, oh, Yeah, our movie theater changed uh, recently in the last few years to a VIP theater, which has the stadium seating, recliner chairs. You can get food brought to you during your show. I remember I checked it out and I asked for a glass of wine when they had opened and was shocked for the response to be, would you like 12, 16, or 24 ounces? (laughs) What did you go with? I don't remember. (laughs) You know, it's a two-hour movie. (laughs) I've seen plenty of bottles being brought in with wine. So, yeah, yeah, kind of fun things. Um, We do have great coffee shops locally, too. A lot of balance between hospitals. The school system, too, is a highly desired school system, uh, District 110, Waconia. Exactly. We have the public school system, but we also have two private schools Mm -hmm. as well. So, and the choices truly are endless. We have a charter school as well in Cologne. Mm -hmm. And then we have a high school just east of us, you know, in Victoria, Holy Family um, Catholic High School. So there are so many choices for people once they get to Waconia to decide what they want to do for their kids. I also feel like what's unique about Waconia is that we have a lot of events that take place every year. I know we touched on this a little bit in our last uh, segment, but yeah, it's kind of unique. I feel like we're always doing something or we're planning or you know, for big events coming up. Uh, Nickel Dickle Day happens in September. That's a chamber event. It's great. All of the local businesses, shops, restaurants put a little kind of sidewalk sale stand in front of their businesses and do, you know, fun offerings and sales. A classic car show comes to town for that. We have a the race. Arts. Yeah, they do a... Arts like and a, crafts. Yeah, arts and crafts as well. 5K, a 5K. 10K. And then like a little run for little ones. Mm-hmm. What's that called? The, tickle. Yeah. The yes. Nickel, nickel, tickle. Tickle, <laughs> tickle, <laughs> um, which is really fun. So that's a huge event, and I know that brings thousands do, of people. We have a lot of races. I was just thinking as we were talking about the Nickel, Dickle Day run, we do Lola's has a half marathon. Yep. That is a hugely attended event, too, by people from all over that come and do that. I would say Nickel Dickle Day is probably the most popular and attended um, event that we have, but there's obviously many more. One major one in the summer is the uh, band festival, Lake Waconia Band Festival that happens, is it over Memorial Day week? It's in June. June 20th, I think, Mm -hmm. is it this year? Yes. That's always a fun event that brings lots of people from around. Yeah, it's nice to see the blankets laid out at 9 a.m. on the <laughs> curb of the park. Kathy, do you know how many people are in marching band? How many, How big is the well, band? Well, last year the band was around 180, and I think this year is probably very similar. So, yeah. Waconia's marching band is awesome. They're yes. really good, and they travel every year. Or is it every other year? Every year. Every year. Okay. I think this year they're going to Michigan. I enjoy watching. I've gone to that show in June and it's it's impressive mm-hmm. all right so other things we also have you know we talked about a lot of the events uh, some of those big ones um, that take place every year Waconia is actually the seat too for the Carver County Fair in August and that's a huge event we have a permanent fairground kind of in the middle of downtown Waconia and that also brings a you know huge draw from across uh, Minnesota. Favorite fair events? What do you guys like? The Derby. The Demolition Derby growing <laughs> up was always so fun to watch. You'd wait in line for tickets for hours and then get there and hear all the noises of the big engines and the just the carnage. <laughs> Total <laughs> carnage. <laughs> you, could, yeah, you can hear when the fair is going on all, yeah. all across town. <clears throat> and what do you like about the fair? Um, well, I actually used to like the barns. Yeah, yeah, the 4-H. <laughs> we'd, bring, we'd bring the kids and we'd 
they'd love to yeah. look at all the chickens and the, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the llamas, the llamas and the cows. And yeah. That was love yeah. the barns. Yeah. I know in recent years, one of the more uh, popular events in town is also the rodeo, which kind of, you know, goes off of the, the fair a little bit, but it's been, uh, really popular and well attended as well and they they had that video rolling around the internet with uh jim nash and the big bubble getting kicked around by kicked the bull, around by the bull and <laughs> That'd be so terrifying. got some nice airtime. so i know that videos uh seen quite a few uh views on online yeah well, it's kind of a fun tradition that's been going on forever i think is johnny home opening the wednesday night uh, first night of the fair every year and that's always a huge huge draw and a full full pole shed of yeah, people. Yeah, totally. Oh, great. Well, to wrap this uh, section up, people want to live here. We've experienced so much growth here in Waconia, and the people that do live here love it here and kind of want to know what's going on. So that sort of you know, circles back to why are, why are we doing this, and that's let's talk about Waconia. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back to finish up about uh, a little bit of real estate. We'll talk about the market and what's happening as we enter the spring. We're back and we're moving on to some real estate talk. Uh, ben, let's shift gears. What do you predict here with the spring market in Waconia? Part of this podcast, part of our, our idea is to provide community information as well as some uh, or a local real estate market update. And so, yeah, every every month, the Minneapolis Association of Realtors puts out uh, stats of, of the month previous and gives an idea of kind of the you know, where the numbers are at compared to the year before the, the whole, the rolling 12 months. And so I've got a couple uh, interesting stats here that I think is important for people just to take into consideration, even if they're not considering uh, making a move or selling. So in Carver County in, in uh, as a whole, some uh, ones that stood out to me is the change in new listings for December um, from the previous December is 20 minus 22.5%. So that means that was compared December 2018 to December 2019. Yes. So okay. in in 2018, for instance, there was 111 active or new listings, and in 2019 there was 18 or 86. In Carver County. In Carver County, yeah. Another pretty interesting stat here is the uh, average sales price went up 6.1 percent, which I think that is really important for people to understand. I mean, that's like that is your 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 value increasing. To take a look at that number in Carver County in 20, 2018, the Average sales price was three hundred fifty-seven thousand. In twenty nineteen, it was three hundred seventy-eight thousand. So, wow. that's a, a big jump in one year. So, Ben, what are the the supply of homes? Are we down to like a two month? We're down under a two month year over year in December again. Um, twenty eighteen, there was four hundred twenty-six new listings. In twenty nineteen, there's two hundred ninety-five. So that's a minus thirty point eight percent decrease. Tell people what that that statistic means, like. If no more homes came on the market for all the buyers looking, that all those homes would absorb in less than in, two months. One point eight months. So yeah, that's a little scary to think about for our buyers out there. But low inventory, and it's kind of been that trend now for at least a couple of years. Yeah, definitely. But we're, I mean, in Waconia in general, we're seeing all time lows as far as previously owned homes in the market, which it should be interesting to see how this spring. Uh, how we roll into spring if we do get more than inventory, so buyers have more to uh, more to choose from because right now we're not looking too good. So let's talk about what happens with low inventory. So we have 
property values obviously increasing. From 2018 to 2019, when the average sales price went up 26% from 232000 to 293000 So yeah, that's the first time home buyer range jumping, what, 60, 60 grand yeah. <laughs> within 12 months. So quite a swing. A lot, of, a lot of that, in my opinion, had to do with, yeah, just for one, the lack of inventory, plus the, the new build price point was um, in that, you know, mid-300 range. Yeah. So it kind of, you either can go to the new build and, and get something in the mid-threes or previously owned from, you know, the 250 to 300. It's a perfect storm for both buyers and sellers where we have very low interest rates in the low to mid-threes and then values of homes going up for sellers. It really, truly, if people decided that they wanted to make a move and this whole backlog of buyers could start moving into existing homes, I think everybody would win. Yeah, I think the catch-22 right now is, I've talked to other people about it, is like there's plenty of people that want to make a move, take advantage of their equity in their current home and you know make that move up or cash out and, and downsize, but they're not going to be willing to put their home on the market until, until they, they identify that next one. So it's kind of the yeah the catch-22, the conundrum within the local market and, and Minnesota in general. I think people are interested in making a move, but... Nervous, I think, to you know sell and then have nowhere to go. Right. Which is why it is important that when we do know of properties that are coming on, it's nice to be able to share that with a whole list of people. It really makes me want to invest in a temporary housing type of uh, platform. (laughs) Short-term rental. (laughs) Predictions would be low. I mean, it's low inventory, so it's still a seller's market. Um, What does Waconia need for inventory? I would say one-level living is always in demand. Small acreage. People just want more space. Yeah, I mean, I, I think overall, as as a look at the market and whole and the predictions, is we're it's going to be a very similar year to 2019. Yeah, um, inventory is going to hover, but there's going to be people finding properties off MLS or making moves and and uh, finding a way to make it work to capitalize on where they are right now with their equity. The reason that we do feel that we are qualified to talk about Waconia and start this podcast, the Waconia Pulse, is because of our longevity in the area and our intimate knowledge of things that are going on, homes that might be coming on, things that are shaken and moving, um, new businesses, just a whole host of things happening, new developments, uh, what's going to happen in two years with, you know, farmer's property, South of Waconia. It's just, we have our thumb on everything and we are hoping that we can share it with people that enjoy the beauty of the area and all the things that Waconia has to offer. Thanks for listening. We look forward to bringing you more of these community and real estate updates, as well as some great interviews down the road, highlighting uh, different local businesses, professionals, and community members and events. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next month. This has been the Waconia Pulse, a community-based podcast presented by the Smothers and Falk Realty Group highlighting all things Waconia and the surrounding area. The Smothers and Falk Realty Group consists of licensed real estate agents in the state of Minnesota with the brokerage Remax Advantage Plus. You can find them online at smothersfalk.com, which is S-M-O-T-H-E-R-S-F-A-L-K.com. If you have a Waconia or real estate-related question or comment that you would like included on this podcast, please call 612-352-9177. Again, that's 612-352-9177. Make sure you tell us to which show you are calling to contribute. And please know that we may include your voice recording in future episodes of this podcast. 
The Waconia Pulse was produced by Minnesota Podcasting and recorded in their St. Paul studios, and they can be found online at mnpodcasting.com. The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the individual participants and may not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of the Smothers and Falk Realty Group, Remax Advantage Plus, or Minnesota Podcasting. 